Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Please don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. Today, we're in the book of Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verses 27 through 31, reading first from the New American Standard Bible. Do you not know, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired? He, his understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary, and to the one who lacks might, he increases power. Though youth grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. The Message Bible reads this way. Why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me. He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. He lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything, inside and out. He energizes those who gets tired, those who get tired. He gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people are tired and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Isn't this a wonderful scripture of encouragement? At least it is for me. Most times we, we read verse 31, you know, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. But you know, I really never read <laughs> the verses that preceded, right? But once you read those, and you know, in context, it gets on a more full meaning. At least it does for me. We have the prophet Isaiah speaking to his fellow Jews who are in captivity at the hands of the Babylonians and probably becoming a little despondent on waiting on God <laughs> to save them and return them to the promised land of Canaan. It's probably estimated that the Babylonian captivity lasted almost 70 years. So, I mean, you can see why the idea of waiting on God um, was falling on deaf ears, right? I mean, let's just be honest. 70 years. That's a long time, isn't it? But you see, God still understood this. <laughs> he understood that they would grow despondent. He understands that we do at times as well. And so he sent his prophets, and in this case, Isaiah, as a reminder of them, of all that he has done and all that they have gone through with him. The prophets were sent to remind the people of the promise of their descendant father Abraham and how God was fulfilling that promise, how he had and continued to fulfill that promise. There, um, this is where the passage kind of picks up, where Isaiah is uh, addressing their lack of faith in God, as if God has left them or forsaken them. He reminds them 
of who God is, that God is everlasting. He's an everlasting God. And when you hear that word everlasting, what do you think of? What comes to your mind? For me, and I'm going to be honest with you, when I hear everlasting, I think of the Energizer Bunny. And I don't, I don't know why, but I do. And so I'm thinking of a battery that never dies. It's all, you know, it's constantly going. It's always there. Everlasting. Always there. Always. Always. And this is complimented, I believe, in Romans where Paul reminds us that nothing can separate us from God. Nothing, because he's always present. He's always there. He's everlasting. There's not a place that he doesn't exist. He's just always. And that's why one of the terms that he used is I am (laughs) that I am, right? Isaiah then gives us a depiction of who our God is and that not only is he always there, everlasting, but that his understanding is beyond what we can even comprehend. His ways are above our ways, Isaiah says later, and I think it's 55. His thoughts are above our thoughts. He's just uncomprehensible to us, yet we still try to put him in a box so that we may understand him. We're never going to understand everything about God. But the one thing that we must understand about God is that he loves us. He loves us. (laughs) Then Isaiah goes on to talk about God gives us strength when we're tired. And he gives it to us um, when we need it. And we need it on a daily basis, don't don't we? I like the contrast that Isaiah goes into when he uses the youth to demonstrate that even they grow tired in comparison to the strength of those who are strengthened by God. The strength God gives us is supernatural. You know, that is that those individuals, which is you and I, who are in God and put our hope and our faith in God, that we receive godly strength that allows us to do the miraculous to soar like eagles, to have that endless energy. Now I can hear you because I hear me. I hear my knees talking to me every day and my back saying, hey, you're you're 54 years old, calm down, calm down, right? (laughs) But I need us to look at it this way. We have energy. We, We say that we want energy right now. But when you look and you take stock over your life, Look at all that you've been able to endure. We've we've been able to endure a lot. Look at all those um, who were in pursuit of freedom here in America, African Americans along with other nationalities, the pursuit of freedom, justice, you know, all that they endured as they kept their faith in a God who would use them to bring justice to all to no longer tolerate the injustices, inhumane and humiliating circumstances or situations of a society that allowed and enforced two standards for two different citizens. Look at their strength to endure and overcome. Look at your own strength. So even though you may feel tired, (laughs) And we will feel tired, you know. 
as the days come and go. We still get up with the hope in our God that he has orchestrated our day and we walk in those steps that he's laid out for us. That is the strength that we have, the hope that we place in God, knowing that he will fulfill the promises that he's given to you and I as individuals and that he's given to us collectively as his church, that he will reunite us, that Jesus will come back again. But until Jesus comes back, right, there's work for us to do. There are things that we have to allow him to work on within ourselves so that we are walking in the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, humility, right? Faithfulness, self-control to develop that within us so that then it infuses our families and our communities and so that our societies represent a more just God as we represent a just God because we are just people. That's how we walk and don't grow weary because we get up each day. We get up each day no matter what is going on because we've placed our faith in Christ and we get in the fight and we push toward the high calling that God has placed before you and I. So today, my fellow caregivers and you out there, I'm telling you to soar. Continue to soar. Even though you may not feel it, you get up each day knowing and believing that God is working a good work in you and he will be faithful to complete it. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for being an everlasting God, for being a God that we really can't define totally, for giving us just the amount of knowledge that we need that we are able to comprehend because you are incomprehensible at times. But the one thing that we hold on to is the fact that you do love us and that you are faithful. We thank you, Father, for being a faithful God to us, for not allowing us to get so deep into our own situations that we, one, think that we can do things without you, and two, that we realize that we are never alone, for you are with us. Thank you for being a God who infuses us with your strength, the capability to continue to care for our loved ones, even though it drains on us emotionally, even though it may drain us physically, and even though at times it may be draining financially. But we keep getting up every day knowing that this day can be a different day as long as we put our hope and trust in you. That nothing that we do, as long as you are at the center of our lives, will be done in vain. That everything will work out for our good and your glory if we just continue to trust you. Forgive us, Father, for getting tired of waiting. (laughs) We know that waiting is a part of life and it is a large part of life. Help us to learn how to wait with a better attitude, with that expectation of knowing that you will return and your return will be the answer of our prayers as we wait for the return of our Savior so that we will be reunited as a people where you bring your kingdom here on earth. We love you and we praise you and we thank you for being our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alrighty. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Remember, you have God's strength today. Bye.